Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Friday, May 12, 2017. Carol Master, my co-host Corey Johnson, off. We are live from Mass Robotics in Boston. Coming up, our weekly check on the world of venture capital. There's a lot going on in Boston, but what about around the globe? We'll get a check on that in just a moment. Time for your update on today's trading session and your top business stories. Here is Charlie Pellet. All right. Thank you very much, Carol Master. Happy Friday. Just getting word that Boeing has resumed some of its 737 MAX flights. Boeing shares do remain lower now by four-tenths of one percent. Boeing resumed some flights of the new 737 MAX jetliner two days after detecting a potential manufacturing flaw in the engines. The company was cleared to fly 737 MAX planes powered by spare engines that did not include the possibly defective part in the low-pressure turbine discs. U.S. equities, they remain lower right now. We have got the S&P 500 index down 6 to 23.88. That is a drop of three-tenths of 1%. 28 minutes to go ahead of the close. Dow Industrials down 44, a drop there of two-tenths of 1% to 20,877. NASDAQ down 2, a drop there of less than one-tenth of one percent to 61.13. Now, what about the broader outlook for equities? Gina Martin-Adams is chief equity strategist at Bloomberg Intelligence. She was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. You've got to consider stocks are always the first to the party and the last to leave. So metals markets have been breaking down for a while. Bond markets have been pretty weak. You know, energy prices have been relatively weak as well. And now stocks are finally recognizing, ooh, maybe all is not so well. And perhaps all is not so well for some high profile retailers. J.C. Penney today joined department store rivals such as Macy's and Kohl's in reporting disappointing sales for the first quarter. Investors are punishing J.C. Penney shares down now by 14.7%, down 78 cents to 451. Nordstrom is down 10.8%. It is down 501 to 4119. Macy's continues its slide down another 3%. Gold up 390 the ounce, higher by three tenths of one percent. Crude oil up one tenth of one percent to 47.89 a barrel. Recapping S&P down six, a drop there of three tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Friday, May 12, 2017. I'm Carol Master. My co-host Corey Johnson is off. We are counting you down to the closing bell. Just just about 27 minutes to go. It is brought to you by Upside. The smart new way to buy travel is Upside.com. Save money and get a free gift card every trip. Use code BUSINESS and you're guaranteed at least a $100 gift card your first time using Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. This is Bloomberg. Wrap it up. I take it. Wrap it up. And as promised, we want to get our weekly check on the world of venture capital. As I mentioned, lots going on here in Boston. Where's where you find us on this Friday, but let's find out what's going on uh, around the world. Aaron Zlomek is editor of Bloomberg VC Wrap, and she joins us back in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City. Aaron, good to have you here. It's been fun for us to spend the week in Boston because there's so much going on, a lot of venture capitalists who are looking um, around the country, around the world to make investments. Uh, what happened uh, in the last couple of weeks? What kind of investments have we seen? 
Great. So we have a few in um, media and entertainment that I'm going to start off with. So the first was for an online gaming company that changed its name to Sea Limited this funding round, but was previously known as Garena. This is Asia's most valuable startup. It was valued at over $3.5 billion in 2016 and is said to have topped Goldman Sachs for a U.S. IPO. And it's interesting. I'm just looking at some notes that you shared with us. Um, a bunch of wealthy families in Asia are in on this? Yes. So Bloomberg's Yulin Lee reported that C raised $550 million in a new round. And that included GDP Venture, which is led by Martin Hartono, which who is the son of Indonesia's richest man. And there was also JG Summit Holdings, which was founded by Philippine billionaire John Gokunwai. So C was founded eight years ago, and online gaming has historically been its largest source of revenue. But it also owns an e-commerce app called Shopee and a digital payment service known as AirPay. And with this round of funding, it's looking to grow the e-commerce side of its, of its business, especially in Indonesia, where competitors like Alibaba don't have as great a presence. Ah, uh, that's interesting. So it's something akin to an Alibaba or an Amazon, I guess, but just where it, uh, where those guys are, Alibaba in particular, hasn't made a lot of inroads. Correct. Okay. Smule. What the heck is Smule? <laughs> so this is a company that makes social media music apps. You may have used a few of them. One is a traditional karaoke app called Smule Sing. Just Another... the other day. <laughs> of course you did. Um, auto rap, which gives you a beat and you start rapping. I'm sure Corey uses that all the time. <laughs> Queen Latifah, I have to tell you, we were, he- were here in Boston and we went to the opening of the Boston Pops on Wednesday night at the Symphony. And uh, Queen Latifah was there, so maybe she makes use of it. Oh, very cool. Yeah, She's saying actually with so. the Boston Pops. Yeah. <laughs> but this anyway, company raised $54 million from Tencent, and it plans to expand in Asia. So Tencent would be the strategic partner there. I mean, Tencent puts a lot of money into a lot of things, right? Yes, yes. And we actually have another startup in the music space, Cobalt Music. This is a digital music services company that raised $75 million in a round led by Hearst Entertainment. Now, what Cobalt does is they buy music royalties and tracks where songs have played in real time on digital streaming services such as Spotify and SoundCloud. So even if you only play a portion of a song, Cobalt knows that you've played that and collects that information. I love it. So performers, record companies, recording companies, um, musicians, they must love this, right? Yes. Um, Cobalt uses that data to help the artists and producers collect royalty payments faster and make smarter decisions because the artists and producers can see where certain music is performing well and if it's not performing at all. You were right. There's a lot of stuff in media and entertainment. Uh, you do have something, though, in the uh, healthcare field. Yes, this is Gardant Health. This company is developing a blood test that can detect cancer. They raised $360 million from SoftBank, Coastal Ventures, and Sequoia Capital. And this is an area where a lot of money is being invested. Most cancer testing is done by tissue biopsy, and the promise of blood testing is early detection. And with that, treatments could start sooner and increase the likelihood of success. I'm guessing this is really early stage. Um, not so much. There's oh, okay. a competitor out there called Rail, which is um, has a similar blood test, and they raised nine hundred million in a Series B financing round earlier this year. Grail was spun out of Illumina, so early hmm. as in, you know, it, there's not wide penetration in the market yet, right. but. Um, this is advancing and there's competition there. Does this have to go through like FDA guidelines and global guidelines though before it can be put into use? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's the early part because <laughs> that takes <laughs> yeah. time. Um, all right. Going to leave it there. Hey, Aaron, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Great. Thank you.
Aaron Zlomek, editor at Bloomberg First Word Venture Capital Wrap, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Quick story I just want to mention that's uh, among our most read on the Bloomberg. It has to do with Apple investing $200 million in gorilla glassmaker Corning. Uh, its first grant uh, from $1 billion advanced manufacturing fund. Uh, keep in mind that Apple and Corning have partnered since the first iPhone some 10 years ago, but Apple choosing Corning as a recipient of the first investment from its advanced manufacturing fund, again, giving it $200 million uh, to the maker of glass used in iPhone and iPad screens. So a relationship they've had for a while, but uh, maybe no surprise to see them maybe stepping it up. All right, coming up, everybody, we'll get another check on today's trading session. We've seen stocks, a little bit of a mixed market in today's session, right now that we are down just about six points on the S&P, Dow is down about 41 points, and the NASDAQ just off of This is Bloomberg. It is time for a check on your latest world of national news headlines. Once again, we're off to Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Nathan, where do you want to start? Well, the, we'll start at the White House, Carol, where uh, spokesman Sean Spicer has repeatedly refused to say whether President Trump records his official conversations Quite a way to come back from Naval Reserve duty and the firing of FBI Director James Comey. Are there recording devices in the Oval Office or in the residence? As I said for the third time, there is nothing further to add on that. Does he think it's appropriate to threaten someone like Mr. Comey not to speak? I, I don't think that's that's not a threat. He's simply stated a fact. The tweet speaks for itself. Uh, I'm moving on. That tweet this morning said Comey had better hope there are no tapes of their conversations before he starts leaking to the press. The president also tweeted this morning he might cancel daily press briefings for the sake of accuracy. In an interview with Fox News, the president suggested he might give the briefing himself every two weeks, though he says he does not plan to fire Spicer, telling CBS News he's a good man. A hack attack that has frozen computers in more than a dozen hospitals in the U.K., has now been detected in 99 countries. That's according to the Dutch cybersecurity firm Avast Software. It says it's picked up more than 75,000 infections of WannaCry ransomware, demanding $600 in Bitcoin to unlock information. This malware appears to be exploiting a flaw in Microsoft software that was described in stolen National Security Agency documents. Global news, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries in Washington. I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg 99.1.